everybody welcome back to episode 006 of the tyrannosaurus rex marketing podcast program have you ever heard of social media social media does that ring any bells that's something that does that call back to something primitive in your mind way back back in caveman times back when People used to just do things that would make Harvey Weinstein look like a saint. It shouldn't, because social media is very new still. I mean, by Earth standards. I mean, you know, by Earth standards, humanity in general is pretty fresh. So social media, I mean, like what? I guess it depends on what you consider truly social media. Anyway... We're going to talk about social media today. More specifically, we're going to talk about Instagram. So, I wanted to get on somebody. I wanted to get somebody who's like, who can I find that's going to be able to get deep into the heart of Instagram and pull it out, still pulsating. If you've seen Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, you know what I'm talking about. And who did I find? I mean, just guess. I'm just. I'm gonna pause. I know that I can't hear you, but I'm gonna pause. I'm gonna let you guess, and then I'm gonna say, Maritz Van Con- Conson. Do we say the same thing at the same time? Yeah. So pretty excited to have Maritz here, and he's gonna talk about like, you know, people think Instagram. You can't generate leads with Instagram. It's not really true. And uh, Maritz is here. He's going to tell you a little bit about how you can generate leads with Instagram. He's going to talk about some other things like what's Instagram really ideal for? What are some of the ways that you can use it and to, you know, tell stories, share experiences? You know, what's the way to be the most effective with it? So without any further ado, this is Roy Harmon going to make way for myself and my guest, Moritz Wonkotz. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. This is going to be an interesting episode. I'm joined by Maritz Van Kossen. Did I say that right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, great. Okay. That's kind of my new new thing is I'm having people on with exciting names that I can try to pronounce. (laughs) Um, So, Maritz, you really know a lot about Instagram. You... um, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and your agency? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. So I'm the founder of a social media agency called Havenik. Um, we have 
on social media, uh, we have a 500 million reach in influencers and around 60 million of that is on Instagram, um, which we operate. Um, we've grown accounts on Instagram from zero to 500,000 followers in less than six months months, and have had some um, pretty good campaigns for impressions, ROI, including 7,000% ROI. So Instagram is kind of our main platform, although we have branched out into Twitter, Snapchat, um, Facebook, Medium, Quora, um, you name it. But Instagram still tends to be our go-to platform for most of our campaigns. Well, tell me, I know everybody has probably formed uh, some opinions <laughs> about Instagram, but could you tell me, who do you think Instagram is for in your experience? What is it really effective? Um, where is its greatest strength? Mm -hmm. So a lot of people get Instagram wrong. They, they think of it as a photo sharing platform, as a place to share memories and share pictures and engage and find new content, find new products. But that's actually, that is on the first level, that is exactly what Instagram is about. But it, when you think about it, it's not that. It's an experience sharing platform. So in that sense, it speaks to anyone who has an experience to share. And for businesses, um, whether B2B or B2C, their duty essentially on Instagram is to articulate experiences that are worth sharing and that are interesting for their target users so really instagram is should anyone should use instagram who has an experience to share especially businesses who can articulate them really well okay well and i think that makes a lot of sense everybody always talks about how you need to be able to tell your brand's story and how you exactly. need to um really take advantage of these sorts of uh opportunities on social media to be more engaging and, and share content that really draws people in. So I think that's a, that's a really great point. Um, what would you say over the last year or so? I know that there've been a lot of updates and changes. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Can you speak to that? Absolutely. So in 2016, this is when, when we started on Instagram um, growing accounts was really, really easy. People were doing 20,000 20, followers per day on one single account. Um, the highest I've ever seen happen was 50,000 followers in one day. And this was not wow. a celebrity. This was just a, a normal, normal account in that sense. Ran, it was run by, I think, a 16-year-old teenager from, from the UK. Um, and you can imagine that that was essentially the gold rush for Instagram. Um, if you use, you can hack the algorithm, like don't hack into Instagram accounts, but you can use, you can leverage the algorithm and you can figure out how to, um, how to game it essentially. Um, it was all about engagement groups, reposting viral content. Um, it was a pretty simple formula and that's where all the growth came from. Then in 2017, Instagram really stepped up their game because um, they, they had so many users during the platform. They're really in a hyper growth phase. Um, in order to deliver the best content to their users, they implemented the, um, they reduced or they got rid of the chronological algorithm. So now they've got an algorithm which shows you content that you're more likely to enjoy. Um, that being said, around, I think the newest statistic is 70% of content on Instagram never gets viewed because Instagram just doesn't show it because they don't deem it good enough. And now it's all about um, great content, creating a human connection with their followers um, and really telling a story and being active, not on, on Instagram, 
Now it's all about being active, being present on Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, so you can build your brand across multiple platforms and then move them around between Instagram, between Snapchat and Facebook. Um, gaming the algorithm, that's really, really hard today. Um, and that being said, I completely understand why Instagram's doing it. Um, as a guy who's been there with hundreds of thousands of followers, even millions of followers, um, it's all nice to have all these followers and to see all the likes rolling in. But unless you have that personal connection with your audience, it doesn't really speak for anything. Like, there's no use for the followers. That it's if, just if a you can't, metric. Exactly. Um, I'm, not, I'm not talking about fake followers. They're all real people. The engagement is real. But if all that, if the only reason they're liking, commenting, sharing, tagging people is because it's a viral picture and that's just how how it happens, then it's nothing more than followers just. Yeah, it's a vanity metric. You said it. I mean, so really sort of like, uh, kind of like black hat SEO in a way. You can game the system, but yeah, in a way, you know, if you're not really um, providing good content, you're not going to get yeah, the results I mean, you're looking for. Yeah, and I mean, the, since they do, uh, they have the ability to always, they're always updating their algorithms. I think the content exactly. that's going to, if you want that stability, the best way towards that end is to just say let's just produce great content. Exactly. So what would you say some of the keys are if, for people who are looking to grow their Instagram mm -hmm. account? And when it comes to growing your Instagram account, is it the same if you're trying to go from one to a hundred or a thousand to 10,000? Is there any difference there? Um, what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So, one to a hundred and um, hundred to a thousand, there there is no difference. Even if you want to go to one hundred thousand, there used to be a difference in that you had to use as many engagement groups as possible. The higher you wanted your followers to go, the more engagement groups. That was all pretty simple back then. But now, literally, it's all about engaging with the audience, building that personal connection. That's really the only trick. Um, the only other like hack that I could think of is use as many features that Instagram puts out as possible. There, there's a reason why they put out stories, why they put out the polls, why they put out stickers, why they put out um, live streaming or live streaming with a friend. You can now add friends to your live stream on Instagram. There's a reason why they put out, out all these features because they believe that those features are going to benefit the user experience. So is that and, live stream with a friend, is that like basically a Google Hangout that's getting streamed? And of course, exactly. Wow, that's yeah. interesting. You can invite your friend or, or your friend can um, can request to be on the live stream. And that's that's the best next hack after creating authentic content and being real to your audience. The next best hack from an algorithmic point of view is literally using as many of those features as many times as possible because that's the reason why they're there, to increase, to, to better the user experience um, for users on Instagram. And the more you use them, the more Instagram will favor your account, essentially. That's cool. Well, where do you think we're going in 2018? 2018 is just more emphasis on content is king, engagement is king, authenticity is king. Um, but we're also going to be looking at monetization opportunities. Um, I think America, North America already has on Facebook. They've already got um, mid-roll ads. So in between videos, you can um, you can actually run ads and earn money as a page owner. Um, that's 
it's rumored that Instagram will be rolling that out in 2018 um, for videos on Instagram. We'll be seeing more ads. Uh, we'll be seeing more features. Um, if you check out the next web, they usually have the latest information on feature features on Instagram, including a um, repost button. So you can actually um, repost images inside Instagram, which was deemed to be illegal according to Instagram's terms of service. Um, in terms of growing Instagram accounts, really the key is to build a brand on on your website, um, on your Twitter, on your Facebook, on your Snapchat, and not rely on one on one platform because the algorithm will reduce your reach. All right. Well, so now I know you've said that you've had some success with using Instagram for Legion, which I know a lot of people don't necessarily think that. I mean, it's definitely. I'm sure it's more difficult because it's not as easy to send people. You only have your bio link. There's not really um, a lot of ways to get people off of Instagram and onto their site. What has your experience been using the platform in that way? Mm-hmm. So, Legion on Instagram is is possible um, to a large extent, actually, but. The key here is to never sell on Instagram. If your sole goal on Instagram is to sell, then you're on the wrong platform or your approach is wrong. And if you're on the wrong platform, then go to a different platform. Try LinkedIn if you want to sell B2B. Try Facebook ads, really good for selling B2C and B2B. Um, But Instagram is not for selling directly. What you want to do on Instagram is build brand equity. Um, To a certain extent, lead gen is... Once you build the brand equity, the leads will come with that, essentially. So you have to build a community. You have to put out great content. Um, and with that, leads will come. If you want email signups, um, make a competition on Instagram. Give away, if you're a fashion company, give away a free dress. If, you're, uh, if you make drones, if you build drones, or if you sell drones online, then give away a drone and get big pages involved. Make a giveaway. That's how you build leads, but then be aware that you can't sell directly on Instagram. Um, the best way really is to tell a story, be authentic, engage with your target audience, um, and don't be boring. I mean, people hate to be bored, and Instagram really, at the top of a button, you can be unfollowed by your target audience, and then they're gone. Then you've lost them. So Instagram is really a top-of-funnel channel. Exactly. And I, I completely understand that some startups, some businesses don't have the capital to invest into Instagram um, a lot. And if your only goal is to get sales on Instagram and you don't have a lot of capital to invest up front, I'd really recommend just moving to Facebook ads and still directing. Once you have once people buy on, on Facebook, then sure, go ahead and be active in your Instagram account, build brand equity there and then see how it goes from there. But I wouldn't invest all your capital just into Instagram expecting some crazy ROI. You need to have a proven strategy. You need to have contacts and you need to have capital in order to achieve that on on Instagram. So the key then is to know what your goal is and, yeah. of course, make sure you choose the right uh, the right platform for your goals. So if they if the goal is to build up that brand equity mm-hmm. let, let's say that uh you know you're in a place where you've got everything else firing on all cylinders you've got mm-hmm. your website it's a high converting website you're already yeah. on um you know you're doing facebook ads you're 
You're really mm-hmm. everywhere you need to be except yep. Instagram. What do you th- what do you advise people to do when they're just getting started out? If you is this if you're a brand or like a personal page? There's a difference there. Well, what is the difference? So for a brand, you need to tell a story that people want to hear. There's a brand which I was looking for before for the interview, but um, it's a toilet paper brand, and they're absolutely killing it on Instagram. I mean, how do you tell a story on to- about toilet paper on Instagram? Right. It's like something that that you wouldn't think of. Like when I first saw it, um, I was kind of taken aback because. I mean, you can do your research and everything, but it's crazy. I mean, there's a toilet paper brand on Instagram and they're doing really well. So all you have to do, the key to Instagram is showing your audience, your target audience, a side of your brand that you like, that they want to see. Do you no recall any of the kind of content that they're sharing? Yeah, exactly. Content, that's exactly where, where, why and where they're, they are winning. But what are they because sharing? They don't. They don't share pictures of toilet paper. Well, no I hope not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They they share funny quotes. They share um, experiences. So um, some not like real experiences, but fake um, satirical experiences, essentially. Okay. Um, about toilet paper quotes, um, funny images. They do animations. They do cartoon characters. I think they they have like a mascot and. The mascot is kind of an ongoing joke on Instagram, on their ads and everything. And that's just a side that people want to see. Sure, they're never going to have one million followers because that, even that with a good content strategy is going to be hard on Instagram. Um, but if there's toilet paper brands selling and being active on Instagram, then I don't see why anyone cannot be active. And the key, the reason why they're winning is because they are showing their audience a side that their audience wants to see. They're not posting pictures of toilet paper. That would get them absolutely nowhere. Right. Okay, so say somebody wants to be an Instagram influencer. That's their goal. Mm -hmm. What's the difference for somebody, um, for a personal Instagram account versus a a business account like that? Mm -hmm. So um, personal accounts, um, if you truly are an influencer, so people who have 1 million followers and they post content about of quotes and viral images, and then the only sign of their personal brand is their profile picture or their name. Then that's not what you'd call an influencer. But if you were truly an influencer, um, your account is super valuable um, because people really, really trust you. It's all well and good having one million followers, but if there's no face to it, then the value of that account and the value of you as an influencer decreases dramatically. The difference in building an influencer account um, is it's really, really hard because you need to show your personal personal side. You need to be there every single day. You need to be active every single day. Um, and I don't want to say if you're not attractive, you don't have a chance, but if you're attractive, um, then you have, a, uh, like, you have a much better chance of everything working out pretty well on Instagram as a personal influencer. Um, sure, you can work your way to it. Like, if you're not that attractive, but um, you're a motivational speaker, then you can put motivational quotes. You can do snippets of you speaking. You can do audio snippets. You can um, offer free coaching calls to your to your inter- to to your audience. But um, 
the difference really between a brand and an influencer account is the even deeper personal connection. Okay. So what have you, um, what do you do when you're just first trying to figure out what kind of stories you want to share? And let's say this is for a, a brand. What do you do? What's the brainstorming process like? How do you get to a point where you say, you know, this is not just some random series of quotes that we're going to post. This is a, mm-hmm. a great experiential um, campaign that is going to really yeah. resonate with our uh, target audience. Yeah. The approach here that um, I'd really recommend any brand to take is to go over their brand values. Um, if you don't have brand values yet, which I can understand why you wouldn't have them, then I'd recommend thinking of some brand values. And if you can't think of any, then ask your previous customers, do a survey, 10% gift voucher or something, and get them to tell you what they see in your brand and work backwards from there. Brand values and have so much weight, and it's not just um, quotes and images. It's it's a whole, it's what you feel and what you remember of, about a brand. And if you can embody that, into your Instagram, into the content that you put out on social media, not even just limited to Instagram, on Twitter, on Snapchat, on Facebook. If you can embody your brand values, then that's how you resonate with your audience. And if you don't have them, then I'd really suggest finding them and from there on working backwards to your content. It really depends on your goals, um, your budget, your timeline, how long you've been in business, how many previous customers you have, uh, you've had. Um, and if you have any other assets, such as your email list, which you could move to Instagram. That's a great point for, for all of whatever social media channel or advertising yeah. network you're on. Brand values are so key when it comes to really um, just, I guess, resonating with your with the person. Oh, absolutely. That you're to. If you, I, if I you think, don't have brand values, then you have not your audience doesn't they have no reason to stay with you they have no reason to other than buy your products if your product is amazing then they have no reason to interact to engage to follow to share about you is that something does your agency work with um with clients on that uh developing their brand values um if needed yes that's not that's not our main focus but if if a client comes to us and says um, we need this done and this done, and then we ask them for their brand values so that we can work backwards from there. And they're not available yet, or for some reason they don't have them, or they they don't really resonate, or we don't believe that they resonate with the audience. Then we'll go back and we'll figure out the brand values because without that, really, any social media marketing strategy is in jeopardy. Because without a brand, what what else do you have? You have your products, you have your previous customers. But if someone else sells it for cheaper, like branding is the the reason why people stay with a competitor that has a product at a higher price than another guy or another company that has a product at a lower price. That's the only reason they they stay. They want to spend more money because of the brand, because of the way you feel. That's essentially what marketing is about. You need to make sure that you understand what your consumers feel when they think of your brand, when they buy a product, and then you need to care enough to embody that in your marketing strategy. 
that's that's how brands are built that's how companies are built unless you're selling arbitrage and essentially you're just you're just in it for for the for the short game for the money then i wouldn't worry too much about branding um but that being said that's kind of a personal preference now how do you recommend people go about developing their brand values that's it's really unique um, to each company. Brand values are. I, I like to say that it's not what you think about your brand, but it's what your consumers think about your brand. I think that's a that's a quote from someone. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think you can develop them. To be honest, I think they just you can influence them. But essentially, they they just happen, and then it's it's kind of your your company's or your duty to you can influence them, but um, it's it's your duty to pick up pick up on them to make sure that you understand what what your brand is about, because you think it's one thing, and then you've got it all wrong because it's not you who decides how many people buy it from from your company. It's it's the market. It's the it's your target audience. It's your users. It's everyone but you. You can influence it, but I really think that they just happen, and you need to pick up on them. That's just how I feel about branding and and marketing in general. So you need to find what it is about your brand that resonates with your customers and potential customers, and then amplify that. Yeah. Exactly. Interesting. Well, I mean, it, 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 yeah, go sorry, ahead. yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, it sounds like like that makes it sound like you have no control over it, and um, you do have some control, but branding is is really a, a difficult. Isn't it, it's a gray area essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, it can go either way. You can really impose a brand on your audience, but then you can't be sure that you're reaching who you want to reach. Maybe you you think of your brand is one thing and then you want to reach this target audience, but because that target audience does not, will not resonate with your brand, then you you've lost because you're, you're talking to people who don't feel like talking back to you essentially. Right. Well, so what else can you tell us? Any, um, any sort of parting shots, any, um, tips that you think some something actionable that people could go out and do today if they've been maybe struggling with their Instagram account for um, for a little while now and they're looking to have some some way to to get mm-hmm. an edge on the competition what what would you recommend I'd recommend to this sounds really simplistic and really obvious in a sense and useless but this is really how to go about it um, you should pick up your phone, post post a story, post an image, um, use hashtags as well. And then for every single comment that comes in, you try and start a conversation on that with that person, like a genuine conversation. No, no, don't say thank you or something that stops the conversation. Keep it going and reply to every single DM. That's also a little trick that you can use to... Um, help Instagram favor favor your account, um, but really engage with everyone. And the more human conversations you can get going on your content, um, the more interaction you'll get. Um, and that's just that's the first step. 
if you have that, then it'll all come by itself uh, in due time. You could speed it up, but that's really the foundation that everyone should follow. Is there anything that you suggest for people who are having trouble really getting any sort of engagement in the first place? Yeah, you use hashtags. Oh. I, don't know, I don't know how I don't know how many people use hashtags and how many don't, mm-hmm. but a lot of people that we talk to. Um, and they say and they complain that they're not getting engagement, they're barely getting any reach. Hashtags are like, it's like a portal into into the world outside, like from your account into all the other Instagram accounts. It's like a free way that you can use just to receive more engagement, to receive more impressions, to receive more views. The key for hashtags is don't target hashtag love or hashtag business because they have five million hashtags and um you're never gonna push through the noise it's like um if you hashtag your image with hashtag love and all these huge hashtags that have five million posts then it's like whispering in a in a stadium in a huge football stadium that's you whispering what you want to do you want to shout in a room um with 50 people uh, which means using hashtags with which have 500 posts on the hashtag or 1,000 posts or 5,000 posts. You may not um, have the have the reach of 5 million people, but then at least you have some reach, and that's how you build up on it. You gradually work your way through the hashtags, if that makes sense. So do you, do you type in relevant or just, I guess, guess, type in hashtag, mm-hmm. insert relevant keyword here, and just look and see what the volume of, of posts is? Exactly. I mean, we can do it now. If you tell me a hashtag, I'll, I'll get you one which has, um, which you can use where you have a higher likelihood of being uh, of being seen. What's a good one for podcasts? Podcast. That, oh yeah. So that... then you type in hashtag podcast, uh-huh. and then you can scroll down. You can scroll down all the way. Podcast DJ, podcast movement. Podcast network, 4,000 posts. Let's see. Podcast time, 1,000 posts. Podcast nation, 1,300 posts. Podcast studio. Podcast launch. Podcast fan, 368 posts. You have all these all these hashtags that are related to podcasts, but they have less posts. That's exactly what you can do. You can shout in a room of 50 people rather than whispering in a stadium with 50,000 people. Right. And then also you can be a little more a little closer to your niche more relevant to your specific audience exactly. and love which i'm sure just pulls in everybody um yeah except the grinch i guess um so yeah all right yeah. well that's really that's cool well tell us how can people connect with you um you can reach out to me on facebook linkedin or or on our website as well if you're interested we are, we do offer free consultations and what's your um, website address um, www.avenik, which is spelled A-V-E-N-I-K dot com. Um, and with the free consultation, I have to say that it is literally free. There's no strings attached. and We'll give you as much value as we can. We, we don't want to charge for anything. We don't expect you to um, hire us or do any business with us. Um, and if you're really looking to take it to the next level, we also have a Facebook group um, with 8,000 people in it. And we share free advice in there as well. 
targeted around, around Instagram specifically. Um, that might be helpful. But personally, I'm available on Facebook, LinkedIn. Um, those are my two more active platforms. Awesome. And Maritz is going to give me all um, all that information so that we'll have it on the show notes for you. And um, you'll be yeah. able to connect with him. You'll be able to get involved in that Facebook group. And um, and if you're interested, take him up on that free consultation. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. That was a lot of great. Thank you for having um, me. Great really insight. And I'm really looking forward to hearing what people think about it. Thank you. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode. I think it was filled with some great stuff, some great insight. I mean, Instagram. That's big right now. That's hot. I mean, they're taking over the world. Because, you know, with Facebook. And then, you know, they're just like stealing stuff. You know, like Snapchat wants to do something. They're trying to do something. Like, look what I'm doing. I got like little snaps. Bam! Instagram's like, oh, what? (laughs) I have something like that. You know, like... I don't know, like, I mean, Instagram's kind of like that, uh, you know, that person who, like, just always had to have all the attention at any time, like a one-upper, you know? Like, I remember I once knew this guy, everybody knew, he, like, they called him one-up, because they knew that he was always going to try, whatever you said, you could be like, hey, I built a robot the other day, and he could be like, you know... Oh, yeah, I actually uh, found a police officer who'd been mortally wounded and uh, connected him up to a computer and turned him into a robotic police officer. Yeah, we're we're calling him Robocop. That's the kind of stuff you do. I remember I told him, I was like, hey, look, um, I uh, caught a shark. Caught a shark once. And he's like, oh, yeah, me too. It's not that hard. Really? I mean, I haven't caught a shark. I was lying, but... Still, that's pretty absurd. Anyway, so the point is, Instagram, you know, they're kind of like going out there and they're seeing anything you do, they're going to do it. They're going to try to do it better. Maybe they are going to do it better. I mean, Snapchat? Really? I mean, I don't know. Anyway, thanks, Maritz. Glad to have you on the show. The Trinosaurus Rex Marketing Podcast Program is made better by your presence on it. And uh, thanks to all of you for listening to the longest-named podcast in the biz.